Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally with using fine motor and functional life skills. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome. Shoot us an email to MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com and we could talk about whatever is on your mind in OT land. We're continuing with the help of YourTherapySource.com. Some practical help, some practical items, practical ways that we can improve lives of kids and people and children around us, especially if you work in the school or especially if you have kids. Different ways that we could try to help our kids have more functionality and more independence throughout their life, especially for children that have disabilities. We want to talk about how they could be included in some physical activities, and especially how through active play and emotional development we could help children also be supported. So let's start with some help for children with disabilities and physical activities. The recommended amount of physical activity daily for children is at least 60 minutes per day. I know when I go for my well checkups to the doctor, he says that there should be for adults, for me, 20 to 30 minutes a day for five to seven days a week, which comes out to like, if you calculate it, it should be like 120, then 150 or so minutes of daily activity throughout your day. So since the day is so jam-packed and since we're running around the whole day picking up kids and trying to bring them to the room, I my solution was to get the pedometer and to walk the whole school. The elevator is much, much easier. They I'm all the way up at the top of the top of the castle, I tell my students. I'm all the way at the top of the school at the fifth floor and I'm and and the kids are always huffing and puffing, but I say it's good for us, it's activity, it's physical activity, gets us to get that movement throughout the day. But for kids, you think about sixty minutes a day, I don't think a lot of the kids are getting that sixty minutes, at least not in the school environment. You know, we push for gym, we push for recess, but they don't get that every day it doesn't happen every day and we want them to have that every day to get that 60 minutes so how can we get that for the kids it could definitely be difficult to accomplish for any children with the busy schedules that face the young generation today especially with all the parades and all the classes then they come home they got to do homework then they got to eat and then they have to do baths on different days and they have to get all this stuff done it's very difficult to achieve that so pediatric occupational and pediatric physical therapists we can help the parents and we can help teachers and other members of the community to promote participation in sports, recreation, and physical activities, especially for those children that may have disabilities. So first, we got to educate on the benefits of sports participation and recreation. Regular physical activity, not sedentary lifestyle, not sedentary just sitting on the couch, browsing your phone, looking at the movies, looking at the TV. you got to get up, get fit, get active, especially for the adults, especially for the parents. If they see the parents moving around, the kids will move around too. So this helps the body by maintaining muscle strength and range of motion, increasing bone mass, and improving cardiovascular fitness. The brain also benefits from physical activity through elevating the move, the mood, excuse me, improving self-concept, enhancing social skills, and more. Specifically, sports participation can create friendships, encourage creativity, foster teamwork, and define meaning for one's life. When you join something that is greater than yourself, when you participate in a gym for adults, or you go riding with other people, or you and your spouse do activities together, or you get kids to be on different teams, they feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves, and they feel like they're part of a movement. They feel like they're part of an activity with other people. We tried soccer for our son. It was so cool to be joined around with so many other people. It didn't work out for various reasons, but the idea and the concept is one that you can have them join other people, have them 
join this thing and let them be feel like they're a part of it. A lot of people have exercise regimens, they have walking groups, or, or there's now cycling and spin, all these different classes, all these different things. There's Zumba classes, different ways to get physical activity. And for children, they have it also. They have dance classes and movement classes and gymboree places starting at very young ages. So we want them to feel like they can be involved get those friendships, get that social aspect and encourage the creativity, encourage nice participation for the kids. Choose appropriate activities. A child's disability or diagnosis needs to be taken into consideration when, dire- when deciding upon an appropriate recreational or sporting activity. I'll go further and say we have to take into account the kid's abilities and the kid's likes and interests and preferences. If a kid hates to be with a thousand other kids because of social reasons or gets anxious or a kid does not want to be jumping around because doesn't like the feeling of being off the floor, don't send him to Gymboree. Don't bring him to a class where there's a thousand other people. If a kid loves to run around an obstacle course, let them do kid karate or let them do kid jujitsu or the like. There's a place around here that's fantastic that we bring our son to. It's really cool, really awesome and encourages many different things. You have to take into account what they like and how they participate and their preferences and wants. The American Academy of Pediatrics has produced various charts in the article Medical Conditions Affecting Sports Participation to help guide the decision-making process. In general, it is recommended that children with disabilities participate in increased duration, minutes per session, frequency, which is times per week, and decreased intensity if comparing to typically developing children. Again, children in general need to get those 60 minutes a week, but if you take into account the disabilities, you got to change the time, the duration, the frequency, and how much intensity there is. We want to minimize the risk of injury also. Once a sporting activity is chosen, modify the activities if necessary to ensure the safety of the child. Safety always is priority, always number one. Adapt the activity. Again, not just for children that have disabilities or diagnoses, but children in general, activities should be adapted. It shouldn't be an eight-year-old activity that we're giving to a four-year-old or a four-year-old activity we're giving to an eight. It should be the just right level for each kid. Offer suggestions to adapt the sporting activities so that the child can participate to the most extent possible. Have a positive, supportive attitude. Unfortunately, society tends to view children with disabilities too susceptible to injury to participate in traditional sporting activities. Families in the environment seem to influence participation much more than the child's choices. Remember that children have a right to participate. And thinking about active play and emotional development, physical activity helps to boost the social and emotional health of children. Physical active play can help children to express emotions such as smiling and laughing, negotiate with peers during games such as turn-taking, establishing rules of games and the like, reducing stress, elevating the mood, establishing feelings of pride and accomplishment by achieving goals such as climbing equipment or running around a track. Some helpful tips to support emotional development of children through play observe the children and see what they enjoy playing create more opportunities for what they enjoy strive for the just right activities for the children like we just mentioned it has to be the right level not too hard not too easy activities that the children can accomplish help to boost feelings of self-worth provide some activities that may be a challenge so that children can have a sense of accomplishment for pushing themselves to achieve more Praise children when they achieve new motor tasks or skills. Add emotions to make believe active play. Be a silly troll, be a happy princess, or a miserable witch. 
offer some activity ideas that all children can participate in regardless of motor skill to encourage peer interaction. This will help some children to focus on the social aspects of play without having to struggle with motor skills. And of course, of course, keep children motivated and engaged. If certain activities are not encouraging active play, if it's not encouraging and it doesn't encourage active play, change it up to make it more active. Add more loose parts to play, such as balls or hula hoops, rather than relying on playground equipment to get children moving. Physically active play can help children to become more confident, develop self-control, and support emotional health. I always find it interesting, I always find it ironic how you buy these thousands of thousands of toys, spending thousands of thousands of dollars, and at the end of the day, the kid, especially babies, they disregard the toy, and what do they go for? They go for the, the object, that the thing that held the toy. For example, if all the Amazon boxes come, like in our house, they go for the Amazon boxes and they put it over the head. They like to jump in it. They like to run with it. A lot of times, we don't need fancy toys. We don't need fancy activities, games, or the like. We just need to find what the kids love to do, like to do, enjoy to do, and have them roll with it and adapt it to what they like. Keeping the preferences and the likes and the wants and the needs in mind, adapting the activity for what they need and how it could work for them, making sure it's appropriate at the just right, minimizing that risk of injury, making sure that it's a positive and wonderful experience, and making sure that it could be done in an environment they like, and making sure that we praise them when they do a good job and emotions are involved and that they could participate in no matter what the skill is and that they're motivated and engaged will hopefully allow for them to have a successful experience, a wonderful experience, and a playful experience, which is the goal of many of the things we do here in OT land. Join us next time as we talk about helping children to reach their goals here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.